What's up, people? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Counterculture Catch-Up. Uh, my name is Jamie, and to my right is my grandiloquent uh, worship pastor, worship leader, Joel. I'll take it. Pastor, sure. Together we want to motivate the church to influence the culture with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, I would like to invite you to subscribe to our Freedom Church NJ YouTube channel and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, We'd also invite you to leave a review on any podcast app to help more people see our channel. Uh, Leave a comment, and if you have a topic that you'd like for us to discuss, we'd love for you to get involved in the discussion. And uh, we'd also like to encourage you to go to friendsoftodayschoice.org and support support Today's Choice, which Mm -hmm. is a women's resource center. It uh, it helps with um, counseling women who are who are looking to have an abortion, or they're not really sure what they're they're doing, you know, with uh, with a pregnancy, and it also helps afterwards too. They provide a lot mm-hmm. of a lot Follow of up. great things mm-hmm. for uh, for young families. So um, they're there throughout, really, mm-hmm. to to help in whatever way they can. So uh, we'd encourage you go to friendsoftodayschoice.org and uh, support. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, cool. So what do we got going yeah, on today? We got a lot going on today. So we had. Uh, Tonight we had a great discussion on the topic of baptism and what that means in uh, the scriptures. Um, had a really good turnout. Yeah, tonight. really good. Um, yeah, now that we meet once a month, it uh, gives more people an opportunity to kind of study beforehand. Um, we can kind of advertise the topic and then have a really good discussion about it. So, um, but before we get into catching up that with our counterculture catch up, before we do that, we did want to uh, respond to some. Uh, some comments that we had uh, on our last episode that we did on um, Christian nationalism. We actually got a ton of <laughs> a ton of uh, comments and uh, a ton of views also, which is cool. And it was um, like the worst one because we lost. Yeah, we lost My phone video. Ran out of storage. <laughs> Ten minutes in, <laughs> it's like, oh no, what happened? You know, I, I we like, didn't know it. Yeah, I was almost like, you know, should we even put this up because it's, it's like silly? But apparently, those buzzwords, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> they make their their rounds. That is the thing on, going on, on right now. Christian nationalism is such a, yep. a subject that's that's mm-hmm. really out front right now. So yeah. So, um, yeah, I do want to just thank everybody for watching and for commenting, yeah, you know, even really if you disagree yeah. or if you had a negative uh, comment or negative view, um, that's great. You know, that's kind of what we want to do, you know, is to, to foster uh, open discussion about these things. That's why we're talking about it. Right. So, and that's why we do counterculture to begin with. Exactly. So that we can, even if we disagree, we can have a, a good, good dialogue to really go through subject matter that might be a little more difficult to deal mm-hmm. with. And, um and so, yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. And look, we're not we're not here to say we're experts on oh, what Christian not. nationalism uh, is or anything like that. Really, what we were doing is um, before we go into a subject, sometimes we don't have um, the most knowledge about it, so we have to study it on our own. You know, we've done videos on other Christian teachers like Joel Osteen, Joyce Meyer that we had never heard before in our life. So it's not like we're coming in as we are experts on what Christian nationalism is. Sure. So if, um, yeah, if we said something that maybe even people who say that they're Christian nationalists or they're for it, maybe they don't even believe, 
you know, we would never want to, you know, say anything that's out of out of lines or out of bounds with that. Yeah, and and our goal really is like like we said in the in the opening, our goal is to just have a biblical worldview on every subject and with with regards to the constitution with regards to our our founding uh, of our nation with regards to how we should live today like we want to really look at that and and do our best to to see um to to be in line with the truth, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's our goal is to to be lined up with the truth as best that we can, and so it's it's good. And and the comments, some of them were were good, you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, some of them were you know so, a little feisty, yeah, <laughs> which, which is great. We did get but, three likes though. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, we got three likes. <laughs> I think it was me, you, and <laughs> yeah, my squirrel, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you welcome. Didn't introduce, no, yes. I did not introduce. Our, our, our counterculture mascot. Yes. This is Elder on a Shelf. Um, <laughs> it's so great. But, uh, but anyway. Buy yours uh, Christmas time. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> He's always one. All of you dissenters can get one of these and hang. <laughs> Hey, throw what, darts at it. But, uh, he talks, too. If you press the button in the back, he says, hey, what you watching over there? <laughs> yeah. Have you read your Bible today? Yes, exactly. Um, but uh, but anyway, so, yeah. So so we're hoping to, uh, you know, to get into the comments. And it, it's just for us to, to take the time to really go through each one of these and type out a comment. It's just we're both super like super busy. So, Mm -hmm. so for us, this is just, we're doing a podcast anyway. We just wanted to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And I think that we can, we can have a better, better Mm -hmm. conversation this way anyway. So, um, yeah, we'd also like to, uh, if anybody would like to come on our show or to do a, um, a, like a zoom call or something like that, we could definitely set that up. Like we love just having discussions about it. Like we're not here to say we're the experts and nobody else knows anything. Like we love learning, um, other things too. We would just ask that it would be, you know, cordial and, yeah. re- and respectful, of course. Yeah, I'd love to be able to set up a platform where that's a consistent thing. Like you have a comment on here. Well, that's great. If you're willing, you know, you know our what our church is, Freedom Church, you can reach us. Set up a time. We'll, you know, be happy to, mm-hmm. to do a Zoom call. Or if you're in the area, just come by, we'll, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll set up, you know, be able to videotape what it looks like to have good discourse uh, on a subject and be able to present that. That's a hope that we have because without good conversation, without talking through these things, we we end up becoming divisive because we're talking around each other. We're Mm -hmm. never really, really defining what we're we're trying to say. And this is a a subject that's difficult because a lot of the comments are just not like they're not in relation to what we were saying, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's definition of Christian nationalism is, you know, it might be different, you know, so we have to deal with, okay, what's that mean? What are mm-hmm. you saying when you say that? And so, so our, our goal is to, uh, to shine the best light on another person's perspective. Mm-hmm. And if it's, if their perspective's right, then, then it's going to be shown for it being right. It's going to be true. Uh, truth always wins. Reality always wins. Mm-hmm. And so that's our hope. So we'd invite anybody, any of you, especially who commented, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to us. You know, you got our names and all that stuff. So so reach out to us. We'd love to set up a time yeah. and do that. So. I would say um, two things, too, and then maybe we'll get into yeah, some specific sure, sure, uh, yeah. comments. Um, 
so we might not be experts on Christian nationalism, but one thing that we did do uh, in this past year is in our counterculture classes, we did, was it eight episodes of biblical citizenship in modern America? Yeah, it was eight episodes, but it was like 16 weeks because right. we had to split them we up. We split them up, yeah, because they were, they were pretty long. But um, just, it, it went over quote after quote after quote from the founders and from the leaders of America um, saying how... America was founded uh, on biblical principles, um, just like what we were saying last week. So when, if we didn't go into maybe detail about what those biblical principles were, maybe, or even what we mean by Christian or things like that, that's because <clears throat> from our mind, and you can listen to those previous podcast episodes, we have at least two on the, um, I think three. Um, yeah, on that, that subject matter. On that subject, sure. where we go into more detail about what we mean by biblical principles and things like that. But we, I didn't feel the need, at least, to go into necessarily details about being made in the image of God well, or I th- I all think, everybody yeah. created equal. You I know, think and those are like good, that. though. Like that, that would to me is a really good way of defining because uh, some of the comments we got r- referred to. Old Testament law and, and right, implementing right. that stuff and the, theocracy and and, and that kind of idea and that's not what we're we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're saying that the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, were founded on the uh, they were founded because of a biblical worldview. Yeah. So of these these founding fathers, and one being that even just that statement that all men are created equal. That is a biblical concept. Mm-hmm. That is that is that comes right from mm-hmm. the scripture. Men are created in the image of God, right. and they're valuable and woman, by and themselves. Yeah. They're valuable because of that. Mm-hmm. And the idea of the three the three uh, aspects of our government: the judiciary, the legislative, right. the uh, uh, executive. executive yeah. Well, that's there because of the innate the innate fallenness of mankind. Not trusting, yeah. They didn't want one person making decisions for everything. They wanted checks and balances. Right. That is a biblical concept. Right. It's in there. And also this idea of of having, and we'll read some of the quotes, Mm -hmm. but having this overarching structure that helps us establish good laws, our Constitution was made for a religious and ethical people, people yeah. a moral people. These morals have to be established on something that is transcendent beyond humanity. Mm-hmm. Because if it's if it's if it's founded on us, then we will corrupt right. it. Yes. You know, then it's yep. not free and it's not fair. So we'll get into some of the, the well, concepts yeah. here, but yeah. but that's what we mean by those kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, like you you want good laws, good laws. Are are moral, you right, know? They're right. good for everyone. So, you know, and you can push yeah. back on that, but well, I don't know if you you there's a, enough. I don't think you have any ammo. Yeah. Regarding what the founders truly See, believed that's, and what that they was, said, that was going to be my point. Is like regardless of what you believe yeah. would be great for the nation, what I would believe, or what anybody commenting would would be great for the nation, that was not our point last week. Right. Our point was what the founders said was we are establishing the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the Nation of America on biblical principles. Right. That's what they believed. 
regardless <laughs> of whether or not how would that play out in terms of other stuff and uh, freedom of other religions to be able to, to practice and worship, regardless of all of that, what did they believe about the nation they were founding? And I think we're going to provide quote after quote after quote. They wanted the principles and the worldview and the laws to be built on what the Bible says is right and is moral. And that was the foundation that they had. And because they spoke of the Bible and not any human being, it was something that was transcendent outside of and greater than, and this is like straight from what George Washington <laughs> says, uh, above what any human being could ever come up with. This is a divine hand. That is why the first sentence in, I forget which fits the Constitution or the Declaration, says all men... We hold these truths. We, to be self-evident yeah, that all men are created equal right. created implies created, yeah. a creator and that's why it's an inalienable rights Una unalienable. unalienable i'm sorry <laughs> unalienable rights of liberty life liberty and, and liberty. <laughs> <laughs> let me help <laughs> your elf would not be proud Usually. of me at my house <laughs> um he's skulking at you right <laughs> but i think my point still stands right. which is that the founders were saying these truths these things uh, pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, were not given by a human. Exactly. They were given by something greater, namely God. And therefore, the government does not have the ability to take them away. Right. That's what the nation was founded upon. Sure. Yeah. So let's get some of these quotes going. Yeah, Because sure. cause we, we did have a comment. One of the comments was... Um, they, they did not intend to create a Christian nation. Mm -hmm. That's Chris Cannon. And he had some, some good, mm -hmm. good stuff to say, yeah. you know, um, so this isn't a, a heavy duty pushback, but, but to say that they did not intend to create a Christian nation just, I think really says that you don't understand the intent of the founders mm -hmm. and you haven't read enough of what they actually said. Mm -hmm. And so now these are quotes some of these quotes, I think, can stand alone. That's why they're quotes. But we don't, you know, there's other context, I'm sure. But as we go through this, mm -hmm. you'll see that we're going to be able to build enough of a framework to say these guys had the complete intent and it was their purpose to establish this nation on Christian principles. It's just how it now, is. Now, let me make a yeah. little bit of a yeah, disclaimer, too, yeah. because what we're saying that they believe, the founders believed, is that. The nation would be a Christian nation, meaning, yeah. got to define these terms, yeah. uh, and they meaning that, yeah, and then define them some more, uh, meaning that the nation, the laws, the uh, way of life is going to be Christian in the sense of the biblical principles. That's what they, that's what the nation is going to be because it was founded on Christian principles. Therefore, People can come in with other beliefs and other religions, and they're not going to be forced to become a Christian. Because it is a Christian nation, they are going to be afforded asylum and freedom and liberty to believe how they want to believe. The only reason that people were allowed to come in with other beliefs, and like we even see today, that they're not forced to become a Christian, is because they were in a Christian nation. Right. Let me give you one, one quote that proves that. This is Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me death, mm -hmm. right? He says, it cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians, not on religions, 
but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. For this very reason, catch that, for this reason, peoples of other faiths have been afforded asylum, prosperity, and freedom of worship here. Right. Also, John Jay, the founder, one of the founders and the first chief justice of the Supreme Court, who says, Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers, and it is their duty as well as their privilege and interest of our Christian nation right. to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. It's for that reason. Because yeah. we are a Christian nation, that this is what Patrick Henry and the the, the people who were creating the Constitution, yeah. this was their world. John view. Adams. Yeah, and we'll yeah. go over it even Madison. more. Yeah. Because this is uh, the great nation was founded by Christians on the gospel of Christ because of that. The consequence of that is that people from other faiths can now come in and can be can be prosperous and can have freedom of worship, and that's only given by the Christian principles. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Right. The founders were saying. Yeah. So that I think asylum is... there means the they're not going to be taken. They they can they have personal right. property. Yeah, personal and, property rights yeah. and those kind of things. So. Right. <clears throat> yeah, and so so that hopefully okay. that that. That defines I mean, things. A little that bit. helps define it yeah. for sure. Yeah. And so, what were some other of the the comments? I mean, again, uh, Chris Cannon, we re- we do appreciate because it wasn't. Yeah. It was It's not like it was a, a a bad comment. No, it wasn't not at all. wasn't like against um, everything we were saying. But yeah. but the but I, I feel like we and I was Chris Cannon the one who gave us the um, he gave the, uh, something else. Yeah, yeah, and told us about that. Was it the guy to watch? Uh, no. Who was that? That was this guy. Chris Myers the Great. (laughs) Oh, nice, nice. Um, Yeah, so so he gave us a recommendation. Reverend Ed Trevers uh, has a YouTube channel. And and so we watched a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't spend a ton of time, but we did watch a little bit. Um, There's a, I mean, there are some, um, I, I think what his pushback was, right? This this Reverend Myers mm-hmm. or Trevor's. I mean, mm-hmm. that's Chris Myers. Ed Trevor's is the right, YouTube guy. Right. Um, was really, I think he he said it towards the end of the video that we watched. His pushback on this Christian nationalism idea is that he's defining it as theocracy. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We're just saying go back to what the founders mm-hmm. wanted this nation to be, which provides the most freedom. Mm-hmm. Because yes, theocracy does not provide, <laughs> it's not providing the same kind of freedom, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Um, and I think that takes, almost can take care of uh, some of the other comments it too. It really does. Yeah. Which you're talking about, well, what about if somebody is gay or something like that? Because in a theocracy, if you go back <laughs> to the Old Testament, and so there's like just a misinterpretation of what we mean by biblical principles and even in scripture in general, because we don't live by the Old Testament law anymore because they lived in a theocracy, right? like King David and Moses. So when uh, God calls to Joshua, you know, take out the nation and stuff, we're not saying because that's in the Bible, we have to follow that too. That's just not, that's not how you interpret scripture in the exegesis of it, which is what like Christians are and scholars are paid so much money to do. And it's to make it like, well, people can interpret scripture differently. Yeah, people can interpret any written document differently. People interpret the um, the Declaration and the Constitution differently. That's not the point, though. And we went over this in the, um, in the course. 
again, the founders of the Constitution said um, the Constitution should be interpreted in the way that it was in the context that it was given in and by the people, uh, by the context of the people who were writing it. Right. And that's how you would want, if you wrote a letter to somebody, that's how you would want it to be interpreted also. You wouldn't want it to be interpreted by what 2,000 years later the words mean back then, I mean, the words mean now. You would want it to be written. Or 200 in, in yeah, regards sure. to our Constitution. Exactly, sure. exactly. <clears throat> and so uh, the same thing is true in Scripture, though. There are wrong ways of interpreting Scripture, and that's not oh, well, my interpretation is the best. I'm talking about what actual words mean. Words do have meaning. Yeah, and and the, a little pushback for Chris Myers, the great. Um, it's a, 10 minutes in, and so far you've said very little. Actually, yes, 10 minutes in we said actually very little about anything because That's we're, doing, we do, yeah. we're doing, you know, Welcome we joke around. We, yeah. You know, so so I'm, I'm wondering if it was more than 10 minutes that he watched because we did get into some of the other Maybe when the video the cut arguments. out, then Chris Myers the Great cut out. It could be. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. blame you, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, I feel very bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was kicking myself for sure. But uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully by the end of the video, yeah. we made it more clear. Sure, to, and, it, and I think we defined what, what, what the left says. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could, we could define the left better, I guess. I, I don't know if we need to get into that right now. Mm -hmm. If you want to know what we're saying, you know, watch the whole thing or listen to the mm -hmm. whole thing and then build a case against it. If you think that it's wrong, yeah. that's fine. You yeah. know, whatever. But, uh, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, specifics um, are, are very important too, especially in terms of things that are very nuanced. In like what does the word Christian and the word nationalist mean? Um, so it would be helpful uh, in comments if you can give us specifics of places that we went yeah, wrong. Exactly. You yeah. know, so that we can correct them. <laughs> there are some, now, some that did. But now you have to understand, all our comments in the past have always been from people we know. Right, right. <laughs> and they've always been supportive. Yeah. So maybe we're going a little crazy this with a little, this. This is definitely new to so, us. So, yeah. you know, so bear with us with that. But I like the idea of being able to, to deal with the comments. Totally. You know, and it's not like we have that many, you know, right, so right. it's great. But again, I mean, it'd be awesome. Chris Myers, the great Let's just set up yep. a, a Zoom mm -hmm. and let's really talk about the things that are important mm -hmm. here. And maybe we'll come to some agreement. Yeah, and, yeah. It's not to know. be like, so we can say, well, we're sure. right. You sure. know, again, we're not like some authority on Christian nationalism sure. or something. Um, but but even we, just to, to encourage, uh, you say that you're a brother, so yeah. maybe just to encourage one another, iron sharpens iron. Sure. But in Hebrews, I believe it says that uh, in the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Mm -hmm. And so that I think is really good. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Anyway, you want to tackle another yeah, one? Yeah, let's do it. The idea that the Constitution. This is Ockman the Razor. <laughs> Ockham the Razor. I love I it. I love it. We use that all the time. The idea that the Constitution is based on biblical biblical principles is absurd on its face. Okay, we'll definitely want to challenge that. Wherever the Bible Bible gets into government, it is priestly theocracy, tribal federation, or monarchy. I would challenge that also. My central argument being America. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, nowhere does it promote anything like democracy, which America is not. It's not a democracy. Right. Which we went over in our course also. Um, it's a constitutional republic because the Constitution has the authority even over people, which is crazy. So, 
Right. And certainly nothing like freedom, which is antithetical to all of the founders. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what provides freedom. You yeah. know, it's yeah. it. So, so pretty much Occam the Razor is, he's just wrong. Well, I wish I had my red button. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's see if we can yeah, let's break show it that. Down. If sure, we can show let's that. do it. Yep. So, because that's, we're, we're, hopefully we're all here for the truth. Exactly. I'm, I'm not, we're not here to, to prove people wrong. So yeah, we, we can, are. So we can look like we're so smart. Yeah. With our, I can't even get a video out. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so let's start with the idea that the Constitution is based on biblical principles is absurd on its face. Okay. All right. I don't know how it could be absurd on its on its face. So biblical principles in parentheses. um, Because that's what we say, of course. Yeah. What what what's the definition? And we went through that a bit already Mm -hmm. with what we would see as as the definition Mm -hmm. that the founders had biblical worldview and they were using the precepts and the and the uh, the ideas mm-hmm. that are that are found uh, thematically through the the scripture to establish like the, the the unchanging things the the things that are that are eternal in there to establish the uh, the the rules the laws for the for a free nation mm-hmm. that was their point was to establish it for a free nation and uh, and so you'll see that some of the the some of the the uh, statements by the founders, yeah, they believe that you cannot have a free nation without those Christian principles, mm-hmm. without those exactly. eternal truths yep. being the under underpinning mm-hmm. the uh, the a a republic, which is what they that's the term that they use mm-hmm. because they know it's not a democracy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, do you want to give us some? Uh... Yeah, let's do it. I can I can blow through a ton of yeah, these. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. George Washington. It is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. Only a virtuous people, and this is Benjamin Franklin. Only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. As nations become corrupt and vicious, they have more need of masters. Mm. So, what's virtuous? You know, there mm. has to be an overarching. Moral base to establish virtuous, mm-hmm. um, but only virtuous people are capable of freedom. Right. Uh, here is my creed. This is Benjamin Franklin. Also, I believe in one God, the Creator of the universe, that He governs it by His providence, that He ought to be worshipped. Here you go. This is great. Benjamin Rush. The only foundation for a republic is to be laid in religion. Without this, there can be no virtue. Mm-hmm. A virtuous people, people only virtuous people. There can be no virtue, and without virtue, there could be no liberty. Mm-hmm. And liberty is the object and life of all republican governments. Mm. What mm. a statement! Mm-hmm. So to suggest that there was no, there was no focus on on religion mm-hmm. and virtue and this. Um, this idea of of a, a Christian nation, and we'll get into the specifics yeah. with the Christianity because this is just talking about basic right. virtue. Right. But these virtues are established by the Bible. That's right. where they're getting yes. the virtues yeah. from. Yeah, I can. Um, I, I, maybe I'll. We'll. we'll um, yeah. We'll take turns. Yes. Go. So for it. this is John Adams. Uh, the general principles oh, on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. Uh, Noah Webster, the religion which has introduced civil liberty, 
That's what we all want, liberty. The religion which has introduced civil liberty is civil liberty, is the religion of Christ and his apostles. This is genuine Christianity, and to this we owe our free constitutions of government. Amen. <clears throat> Again, ahead, just man. like just like we said before, it wasn't just some bare notion of religion. Yeah. Even yeah. that would be more than no religion at all. Right. Right. But here's a, here's one from uh, yeah. from John John Adams. Is it not that in the chain of human events, the birthday of a nation is indissolubly linked with the birthday of the Savior, that it forms a leading event in the progress of the gospel dispensation? Gospel dispensation. Mm -hmm. Is it not that the Declaration of Independence first organized the social compact on the foundation of the Redeemer's mission upon earth, Mm. that it laid the cornerstone of human government upon the first precepts of Christianity? There you go. That's a rhetorical question. All right, classic from John Adams. Wasn't that John Adams also? Okay, so So John Adams says, We have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. Oh, that's so good. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Yeah. That's why the constitution was made. And if you're not... A religious people, you're not going to understand the Constitution because the Constitution was made from the principles of that religion and morality, which was the Bible. <laughs> there's just there's just no other way around it. Okay, Joseph Story. <laughs> Joseph Story um, lived from what was it, 1779 to the 18, I think it was 1840s. And, uh, and he was an associate justice on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And he said, I verily believe Christianity necessary to the support of civil society. Mm-hmm. One of the beautiful boasts of our municipal jurisprudence is that Christianity is a part of the common law. There never has mm-hmm. been a period in which the common law did not recognize Christianity as lying its foundations. Wow. I mean, I don't know how much, yeah, how much clearer... <laughs> how much you clearer you could present a case for 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 our nation being founded right. on biblical and Christian principles. Yep. <laughs> um, Good, you got one. Yeah. John Ad- John Adams again. Right. Uh, what were these general principles? I answer the general principles of Christianity, in which all these sects were united. The sects being different forms of Christianity are united. Now I will avow that I then believe and now believe that those general principles of Christianity and are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God, and that those principles of liberty are as unalterable as human nature and our terrestrial mundane system. Yep. Oh, it's so crazy. Man. Even above the system that he's, of the declaration and all of that, even yep. above that system, the attributes of God and the principles of Christianity are over. Yep. And liberty. And, and liberty, liberty is an right. aspect of that. Right. So it's a principle of that. Here's uh, Benjamin Franklin, who is supposedly i i mean and probably the 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 least um religious maybe or christian that's what i always hear anyway um but he says this a bible and a newspaper in every house a good school in every district all studied and appreciated as they merit are the principal support of virtue morality and civil liberty Hmm. it's virtue morality and civil liberty if if so if i would be a christian nationalist Right, which I, I would I would say I am. Okay. I believe that our nation should be founded 
on the Christian principles and those principles and my goal in a Christian nation would be virtue, morality, and civil liberty. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, so. And that's what Benjamin Franklin was saying. Yeah, that's Benjamin Franklin. So I love it. A Bible and a newspaper in every house, a good school in every district. Yeah. So again, because it's a Christian nation, you would have these things in the schools because because it's the best thing for society. And because of those principles that are given there in scriptures, people would be allowed to come in from other religions, but realizing that they're in a Christian nation, but they're not going to be forced to become a Christian. They're just going to be given the benefits of Christianity, which are, according to the founders, liberty, freedom, freedom from abuse and from tyranny, and right. common law, yep. which by and large is still what we have in America today. Yep. <clears throat> and one thing I would say to one of the other um, comments that we got, oh, there, yeah, which was from Crinkton23, I'm not Christian. Why do I have to live by your biblical principles? If you have been living in America and have been enjoying the freedom that America brings, you have been already living by biblical principles. You have been already. So to suggest that what we're saying by Christian nationalism is something different than the freedom and liberty that everybody in America right now is enjoying would be something that we do not believe. Yeah, we're going to force you to follow our our practices <laughs> as Christians. That's not what we're saying. No. It's that the, the, the foundation of the country yeah. is built on these things, yeah. not on our practices, but on, on these eternal truths that are that are only found in the Scripture, right. in the Bible. Right. And that's, you live by them already. Yes, exactly. You have your freedom by them yeah. already. You know, you, you are... You are um, you are reaping the benefits yes. of Christianity yep. in a nation. That's yep. what your freedoms come from. Yep. And people don't understand that. And that this this lie that that the, the that the founders had no intention of establishing Christianity in our nation is just mm-hmm. it's it's incredibly Wrong. Yeah, it's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's just wrong. Yeah. And maybe it's false information or, <clears throat> sure. you know, could be from, from anything. But um, Alexander Hamilton, who formed the Christian Constitutional Society, which a couple, couple decades after the Constitution was written, he made the society so that people could stay true to two things. And what he said was, one, you have the quote The first there, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first yeah, thing. Somewhere is the support of the Christian religion, and the second thing is the support of the Constitution of the United States. Why? Because they are inextricably, <laughs> inextricably, you can't separate them. You can't separate them. <laughs> inextricably. Inextricably, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> they are linked. I think. They are linked yeah. uh, together. So now maybe uh, Crinkton maybe is not from America. So maybe he's sure. like, I don't want to come to America because I don't want to live under biblical yeah, sure. principles. And if that's... The, you. That's fine. Of course, you don't have to. Then yeah. I, that, I, that. But what all my point would be, would be if you enjoy the freedom and the liberty that you have, then according to the founders of the nation, you're enjoying the fruits of a Christian nation. Right. That's all that we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's so good. Okay, now. Sam Adams. I would say one other thing, too. Yeah, go for it. Because um, towards the end of the episode, I was talking to Christians oh, yeah. who mm-hmm. would believe that... Um, 
Christians are always going to be like the minority here on earth. So kind of like how it was in the first century when Christianity was new and um, they were still under um, other governments. And so they would be, Jesus says, you're going to be persecuted for my sake and stuff like that. And then I was saying, but as Christians, we should want the whole world to become Christian. That should be our goal. That should be like why we get up in the morning right. is to be like, hmm, how can I make this, uh, everybody that we meet into a Christian? Okay. Now I'm not saying in a Christian nation that everybody has to be a Christian. I'm talking to Christians now. And just think if you, maybe you're not a Christian, whatever you believe, you probably believe it because, well, you believe it. And if you believe it, you should probably want other people to believe whatever it is that you believe. So what I'm saying is, of course, as Christians, because we believe that Christ is King and Lord of all and died and rose again and is now seated at the right hand of the Father, of course, I'm going to want everybody in the world to believe as I believe. I think that's just like a normal thing. I'm not saying that the nation then should go and, you know, enforce that by, you know, stoning people who don't believe or something like that. Of course, we would never say that. We said in the episode that we don't agree with when Muslim nations do that, when mm -hmm. they behead people who don't yeah, agree with absolutely. them. We would never, ever say to do that. But if you're going to ask a Christian, would you like the whole world to believe what you believe about Christ? I'm going to say yes. Sure. And so I was talking to Christians at that point. And so if, and may, maybe that got misconstrued. And so if that's true, then I apologize. But, yeah. but I'm not going to apologize for wishing the whole world was Christian. Absolutely. Well, that's what, what our call is. Exactly. You know, to exactly. go and make disciples of all nation, nations, teaching them um, everything that I have exactly. taught you. Exactly. You know, and, uh, and this kind of goes back to the, um, the one who, the guy who... Yeah referred us to that video to, to, okay. or to that that pastor mm -hmm. and um and chris myers the great yeah and he he was talking and maybe maybe um i'll try and do it justice because i don't want to misrepresent what he said um but it seemed to be that he was saying that our job is to share the gospel with people but we shouldn't be focused on the culture around us. Mm -hmm. the The problem with that is, is that oh, a couple problems. As we convert people, or as the Lord converts people, sure, and we share the gospel, people get saved. The culture is going to change. Mm -hmm. But what happens? The other the other problem is what happens if Christians do not stand against things that are, are falsehoods in the in the culture and try and work towards getting those things that provide freedom, which are the Christian principles mm -hmm. established by our founding fathers, mm -hmm. right, because of the Bible. Um, what happens when we lose the freedom to share our gospel with the lost? If we don't stand and and try and and go to the uh, the schools that are that are teaching that you know men can become women and and boys mm -hmm. can, and girls can just you know change their gender whenever they feel like it. Mm -hmm. Well, if we don't if we don't like stand against those lies, then I mean we're going to lose our freedom to do what we're called right. to do in our right. nation. And so it's 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 kind of. I don't know. It, it it doesn't seem to work in my head. Mm -hmm. You know that that you can, well, share the gospel, and that's your job, right. which it is. Right. 
But it's also my job to stand against falsehood and to stand for truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and he his argument was, um, I guess he was talking about a pastor who was presenting a, a message about taking over. And, and it seemed to be like a power trip kind of thing. And I don't know what the pastor was saying. I didn't listen to the message. But, but he was kind of saying that, that that's not our job. And you're right. That's not our job. Christ already did that. He's already seated right. on the throne. Right. Like when he rose from the dead, guess what happened? All authority was his. Exactly. Now what's our job yep. is to go and get make disciples of every nation. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like that's and, the goal. And not just that, but also baptizing them yep. and teaching, teaching them to them. observe yep. all of the things which I have commanded you. Yep. Which would include things like prayer and things like the Ten Commandments. Yep. And Jesus said, of course, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. All of these things are a part of it. So it's not just salvation. Right. Which I think is kind of what um, the Reverend was yeah. getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, um, <clears throat> just worry about the the souls of the people, which is, of course, a, a good thing. But to only do that, I think, is not taking the Great Commission for what Jesus is saying. Because... Yeah. He's right in the sense of when Jesus was on earth, his primary mission was not to get the entire um, world right then. Right. His, his mission was to go die on the cross for the world, then rise from the dead and tell his apostles, you guys go get the world. Yeah, because I'm and because why? Because I have all authority and He now. gives the why. <laughs> right. right. Because all authority is mine. Go do this. Right. It's like, okay. And this cool. is prophesied in the Old Testament too, when um, God says to the prophesied Christ, and he says, ask of me and I will give the nations mm-hmm. to you. Um, there's a verse in Isaiah, which I brought up, which is a, a, a prophetic p- chapter about Christ. Here's my servant, my chosen one. I'll put my spirit on him. He will bring justice to the nations. Mm-hmm. He, uh, and then it says, which is quoted in the New Testament, he will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streaks. A, uh, a bruised reed he will not break. Or a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Like his trial where he doesn't speak. Right, you know, when he's being um, falsely accused, in faithfulness he will bring forth judge, just justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teaching, the islands will put their hope. It's not just for one nation. Right. So the plan was always <clears throat> for the whole world. Mm-hmm. But when Jesus was on earth, it was a very localized mission. You know, um, if when you see the Jerusalem surrounded by armies, <laughs> right, right. flee to the hills. This is a very localized stuff. Um, but then he says, my sacrifice is for the world. They don't know about me yet. So now go and get them. Yeah. And that's our job still. And then that's why Christianity has flourished for 2000 years and has become worldwide. And why the Canadian reverend knows about Christ mm-hmm. is because somebody yeah. evangelized yeah. that nation. Yeah. And, and the reason he has the ability to say what he wants to say. It's because of the freedom. Be- because of the exactly. freedoms. Exactly. Because of the the Christianity that evangelized that nation, exactly. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, it's so it's so important to get a good hold of this. And then, um, what was that? Argdu. <laughs> Argdu. Argdu. What up, Argdu? Francisco Franco called. He says your ideas are bad, and you should feel bad. Well, thank you because. We would disagree with Francisco right. Franco. <laughs> yeah. So thank you because that means our ideas are better or are good. Yes, are virtuous and, yes. Are, and are free about freedom <laughs> because he was not about freedom. So yeah, thanks if, for we, that. if he great. says we should feel bad, we're doing something right. Yep. Yep. Amen. <laughs> so man. I appreciate Amen. that. Argue. 
So Mark is that? Down. I think that's all of them. We yeah. We responded to him. <laughs> oh, you want to do this one? <laughs> all right. All right, T. T. Sloiter. I can't believe you take yourself seriously. Well, obviously we don't take ourselves that <laughs> not <seriously>. too seriously. <laughs> I didn't have that made for myself. Just so in yes. case somebody's like, wow, <laughs> narcissistic mush. <laughs> I always buy things of me. <laughs> Although I did want to get bobbleheads made and, and send them out instead of Christmas cards of <laughs> all my friends. If every house in America had an elder on the shelf, it'd be a more virtuous place. <laughs> That's right. Jamie. This right, this right here is a symbol of Christ, Christian nationalism. We want an elder, an elder on the, the shelf, shelf in, in every, every home. home, a Bible, and a newspaper, <laughs> and an elder on the shelf. I think Benjamin Franklin said that. Uh, he said something like that. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin probably. <laughs> a Bible and a newspaper in every house, a good school in every district, an elder on every shelf. <laughs> All studied and appreciated as they merit are the principles of order, virtue, morality, and civil liberty. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin, probably. Potentially. It was Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. So, so, in reference to your question, T. T. Yeah. Sloiter, we don't take ourselves that seriously. But there is serious stuff we're talking There about. is serious stuff in there, yes. How can they want the Constitution when Christians wrote it, which is what we said? Uh, I, well, it's a paraphrase. Um, yeah. Okay, if you think that was a good Clear point. Clear that up. Clear that It goes a long way to explain why you're stuck in that cult. Thank uh, you. Thank not you really sure what cult you're talking about. but um, Yes. You've chosen to stop thinking. Ah, uh, right? the, the stop thinking cult. Yeah. We'll definitely invite you to come and think with us. Yes. Let's put absolutely. three heads together yes. and work through this. First off, I would like to know what cult that I'm in because that's yeah. kind of the first step of getting out of it, right? I'll help you out. How can you be a Christian when Christians didn't write the Bible? How can you want things in the Bible when you say you're a Christian but Christians didn't write the Bible? So your central argument is that Christians didn't write the Bible, which is a, a, a tremendously wild take considering the Bible, we believe, is a compilation of 66 books of Scripture and right. the writers of Scripture— we would call them writers of the Bible. I would say they're synonymous with each other. The Bible is just mm -hmm. a collection of all of the books. The Bible just means book. Don't talk down. You're, you're I, talking I don't, in a I, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, no, you can. You okay. can because he was kind of okay. condescending. I see, I see. <laughs> um, so let's say Paul. Equal and opposite. Paul, who wrote much of what we would believe the Bible is. We would call it the Bible. It's just scriptures that are taken. One book at a time are scriptures. Bible is the whole. Paul, I would say, was a Christian. Because, well, he himself says, I've been crucified <laughs> with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. That's pretty mm -hmm. much a definition of a Christian. Wow. And he wrote much of the Bible. So when you say Christians didn't write the Bible, I would say that is incorrect. Because Paul, who was encountered by the living Jesus on the road to Damascus, remember the story? He was blinded and then um, Christ completely changed his whole world around. He wrote much of the Bible as somebody who would be a self-proclaiming uh, Christian who Christ is living in him now through the Holy Spirit. So I would say that that, that argument for yours is, is incorrect. Um, and we know that the disciples were called Christians uh, at Antioch, right, the Bible says. So if they were called Christians and the disciples were the ones who wrote the Bible, um, 
John, for instance, wrote the book of John, mm -hmm. wrote Revelation. <clears throat> now, you might disagree that maybe you don't believe that, you know, the apostles are really lived. Maybe you believe it was all a myth or something. Sure. That would be a good conversation sure. to do on a Zoom Abs call. Yeah. But when you say Christians didn't write the Bible, what we mean by the Bible is what, you know, the whole society and scholars believe what the Bible is, the, the 66 books. Um, or even more if you're a Catholic or whatever, but they still believe, every Catholic would, would agree with me on this point, that Christians indeed did write the Bible. Um, so did I make a good point or can you see how silly it is now? I would say that's not a great point. Uh, it's pretty easily refuted. Um, and then... I'm not really yeah. sure. Like so. the silly, like they want the Constitution when Christians wrote it. I don't understand. Well, we just gave quote after quote right. after quote quote of people who wrote the Constitution who said they were Christians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so I don't yeah. know how that's not I don't know not correct. The silly thing, but. Oh, can I just read this quote? Yeah, sure. Oh, this is great from Noah Webster. All the miseries and evils which men suffer from vice, crime, ambition, injustice, oppression, slavery, and war proceed from their despising or neglecting the precepts contained in the Bible. Mm. Wow. Amen. See, and again, you, you, people might say, well, people have justified Bible passages for slavery. Guilty as charged. I mean, not me, but people have done that. Mm -hmm. But that's not our point. Our point is not that scripture cannot be taken wrongly. <clears throat> our point is that the founders believed that. The, the founders believed that if you believe the Bible, you would not have slavery, you would not have war, mm -hmm. um, and you would not have all those things. And that's, right. So I think, I think we've established that as being true, you know. Yeah, and, and I, uh, another, another aspect, I think, and, and I think something that people don't really consider is that when I look in through the New Testament, when I look through the Gospels of what Christ told his followers to do or how to act, I don't see, like, I don't see anything in there that I could see anyone having a problem mm -hmm. with in a culture. Mm -hmm. You know, you if we that. were to act like Christ and, and follow his lead and do the things like like Philippians, you know, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, you know. Right. Um, it, it's yeah. like those kind of things, that humility, that fruit of the spirit. that kindness, yeah, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, mm -hmm. faithfulness, self-control. These are the, the Christian principles yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah, this is, if you have that in your, in society, then... Well, like, what what issue would you have with that? Paul like, Paul literally <clears throat> says, after the fruits of the spirit, he says, yeah. against these things there, there is, is no, no law. law. Yeah, because there's no problem. Yeah, with any of those things, no, there's nothing there. And and the thing is, if you're an atheist, you know, I listened to Sam Harris and mm -hmm. and his trying to trying to somehow establish morals without a transcendent being, and it, you and, and like trying to, to set up somehow build a framework for a moral overarching moral government you know that's good for everyone without taking into consideration Christianity because mm. he wants to pull it out mm. the problem is Sam Harris what you want 
is a Christian nation. Mm. That is what you want. Mm. Every atheist wants a Christian nation. Mm. The principles that Jesus taught, the, the, the way we're supposed to act as Christians is what you want. Yes. Yeah. If you take Christ out of it, you have all you have left is corrupt, selfish vice. Yeah. yeah. Just jealousy, anger, th- things mm-hmm. that produce nothing that's good for the culture. Mm-hmm. Take the Christian morals out, and that's what you have. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the founders it's, believed. It's exactly what they believed. The only means of establishing and perpetuating our Republican forms of government is the universal education of our youth in the principles of Christianity by means of the Bible. There Benjamin it is. Rush. There it is. It's... It's just it's overwhelming. Yep. Yep. <laughs> How many statements this there is, are? This like is this. exactly what you just said, Jamie, in the words of Thomas Jefferson. When in short, we shall have unlearned everything which has been taught since Jesus' day and got back to the pure and simple doctrines he inculcated, we shall then be truly and worthily his disciples. In my opinion, is that if nothing had ever been added to what flowed purely from his lips, the whole world would at this day have been Christian. Amen. Amen. That's Thomas Jefferson. That's not me, you know? So, yeah, our, our point is ho- hopefully we've cleared up yeah. our position. Yes. And, you know, we did go into a lot of different things. We were, but we want to just kind of hone in on these kind of things and answer those, those comments. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're happy to do that. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, feel free to comment on, on these two. You know, we would just ask that your comments would be respectful, of course, that they would be profitable, like seeking to... Yeah, to, let um, every word be to the edification of someone else. Yeah, yeah, um, and that it can Which is a advance, principle. yeah, and that it can advance the conversation more, yeah. you know, that's yeah. what we want to be doing, you know, we're not saying we're we're perfect at um, anything that we do, <laughs> really, sure. but um, yeah, but that's what we would seek for sure, so yeah. Yeah, amen. All right. Well, thank you for uh, for watching, and hopefully the, the the whole video will be up because I mean otherwise you can't see our little elder Amen. on the shelf. Yes. And um, but but again, we would encourage you definitely comment if you have something else. Maybe this is uh, you know maybe you have some more pushback, which would be fine. You know, it's great. Mm-hmm. I think. But but ultimately, I think it'd be great to again to establish an opportunity to to talk about it, to mm-hmm. work through it. And anybody who's interested in doing that, I think it'd be great. So yeah. anyway, um, we'd like you Thanks to check out, yeah. yeah, check out Freedom Church mm-hmm. at uh, freedomchurchnj.com. And uh, you can get all these videos, you can get, um, you can get the Sunday service, you know, so. Statement uh, of what we believe. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. So, uh, so we'd encourage you to do that. And then, and ultimately remember this one thing that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, see you guys later. You're killing me, small. <laughs> <laughs>